"'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer with a little old driver so lively and quick I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his coursers they came and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now, Dasher, now, Dancer, now, Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now, dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the coursers they flew with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke, it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all! And to all, a good night. The Story of the Man and the Birds as performed so many years by the late, great Paul Harvey.
really knows where this comes from. The Christmas story, the God born a man in a manger and all that, escapes many. Perhaps because we see complex answers to our questions, and this one is so utterly simple. So, for the cynics and the skeptics and the unconvinced, call it a modern parable. The man was not a Scrooge. He was a kind, decent, mostly good man, generous to his family, upright in his dealings. But he just didn't believe all that incarnation stuff which the churches proclaim at Christmas time. It just didn't make sense, and he was too honest to pretend otherwise. He just couldn't swallow the Jesus story about God coming to earth as a man. So he told his wife on Christmas Eve, I'm truly sorry to distress you, but I'm not going with you to church this Christmas Eve. He said he'd feel like a hypocrite, that he'd much rather just stay at home, but that he would wait up for them. And so he stayed, and they went to the midnight service. Shortly after the family drove away in the car, snow began to fall, and he went to the window to watch the flurries getting heavier and heavier, and then went back to his fireside and began to read his newspaper. Minutes later, he was startled by a thudding sound. Another, and then another, a thump, a thud. At first he thought, oh, someone's throwing snowballs against the living room window, nice. But when he went to the front door to investigate, he found a flock of birds huddled miserably in the snow. They had been caught in the storm, and in a desperate search for shelter had tried to fly through his large picture window. Well, he couldn't let the poor creatures lie there and freeze. He remembered the barn where his children kept their pony. That would provide a warm shelter if he could direct the birds to it. So he put on his coat and his boots, tramped through the deepening snow to the barn. He opened the doors wide and turned on a light. But the birds did not come in. He figured food, food would entice them in. So he hurried back to the house, fetched breadcrumbs, sprinkled them on the snow made a trail to the yellow-lighted, wide-open doorway of the barn, the stable. But to his dismay, the birds ignored the breadcrumbs and continued to flap around helplessly in the snow. He tried catching them. He tried shooing them into the barn by walking around them, waving his arms, but they scattered in every direction except into the warm-lighted barn. And then he realized that they were afraid of him. To them, he reasoned, I'm a strange and terrifying creature. If only I could think of some way to let them know that they can trust me, that I'm not trying to hurt them, but to help them. But how? But how? Any move he made frightened them, confused them. They just would not follow. They wouldn't be led. They wouldn't be shooed. They were afraid of him. He thought to himself, if only I could be a bird and mingle with them and speak their language. Then I could tell them not to be afraid. Then I could show them the way to the safe, warm barn. But I would have to be one of them so they could see and hear and understand. And at that moment, the church bells began to ring. The sound reached his ears above the sounds of the wind, and he stood there listening to the bells. Adeste Fidelis the bells pealing the glad tidings of Christmas. And he sank to his knees in the snow.
Well, you know what this is. It is from the heart. It is from the inn. And it is to you from your food dude. Merry Christmas. My hope is that snow falls on your Vermont inn on Christmas Eve, especially this Christmas. Have a lovely Christmas.